Dragons. George only knows one yeah. way, that's hard. And he's there! By heavens, the little fella's battle his way! Ten metres through the feet of the Western Suburbs! Goes inside the ten and the five. Oh! Somebody stop him! He'll run out of the stadium! It's Gearin. Oh, he's taking on the ball! It's a try! And it's a magnificent one! You're gonna like this guy, he's all right. He's a good fella, he's one of us. You understand? Yeah, well this bloke certainly is a good fella. We turn back time and uh, we take a, a trip down memory lane. He played six seasons with Penrith. He moved to Parramatta in uh, 2003, only to watch the Penny Panthers claim their most recent premiership. After a couple of seasons uh, with the Eels, um, he moved to London uh, to play for the London Broncos and uh, who then became the, the Harlequins Rugby League in 2005. I was actually the club's marketing manager over there in London, and that is where we first met. These days, he is the, I think, strength and conditioning coach for the Penrith Panthers. It is a very welcome to higher ground uh, to Lee Hopkins. How are you, Lee? Hey, well, how are you going, mate? Uh, thanks for having me. Mate, uh, great. No, thanks for taking a bit of time out. I know it's a busy week for you as well. Uh, firstly, mate, your current role at, at Penrith, how, how long have you been in it? I was uh, I was brought back to the club by Jim Jones uh, about midway through the 2010 season, I think it was, as a, as a bit of a part-time coach to help their, their 20s program out. Uh, and from there, the role just sort of evolved into into looking after all the junior processes in terms of strength and conditioning and, and getting them physically prepared for the for the next step to the NRL. So I've sort of been back at, at Panthers now since since yeah midway through through 2010. So are you um, are you overseeing both the NRL squad and, and the younger players as well in that strength and conditioning? No, not not the NRL guys. The NRL guys uh, they live under there. They live under with uh, Hayden Knowles and yes. Scott Campbell at the moment up there. Uh, but but my role is to basically take what uh, Scott Campbell and and Hayden Knowles want done and transfer that and change that so that those players coming through the junior level are prepared for the systems that they have involved up in the NRL. Well, it looks like you guys are doing a really good job, Lee, because um, and I'll talk about an article in the paper I read uh, a couple of days ago about the pathway system. It's quite, it's quite scientific what you guys are doing, but I think you're certainly you're leading the way. I'll, I'll touch on that in a moment if I can. But post uh, London Broncos, but so I haven't. Oh, I've bumped into you here and there, but uh, we were uh, working with the London Broncos or the Harlequins for a few years over there. Um, what 2005 and onwards. Immediately after retirement, so so what did you get up to then? I I, I headed home uh, at the end of two thousand and seven season. Uh, my wife was pregnant with our first child, so we decided to come home. And, and and I linked back up with the Windsor Wolves for half a season to play, yeah. just to give a little bit back to the community and play there. Uh, the knees didn't last too long there, unfortunately. So halfway through that year, I had to give it away. So I started my own business doing a bit of personal training and, and all that sort of stuff. I'd done a few qualifications while I was there. Yeah. And then like I said that went on for oh, a couple of years and that's where I ran into Jim Jones on the hill at Windsor. And he, he's uh, recruited me twice to the Panthers over the years. And, and from there, I've just I've built built the relationship with the club again and yeah. and worked my way through the system and, and started developing rugby league players for, for Panthers. You're always uh, as fit as, as fit as a fiddle and, and a fitness freak as... Uh, but you did have those knee problems too. Has that um, impacted what you what you do in your your current role at all, or are you okay? Because I know myself, I'm, mate, I'm I'm going like a busted these days. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
no, uh, no, mate. My, it just got to the point when you when you you live your life as a professional athlete, and then you you sort of come back down a level, and you can't get that you can't get that same sort of treatment every single day that you require. And I had to sort of make a decision whether I was going to keep playing or whether I was going to focus on something else. And it just became the right time to sort of try something else. I didn't want to have plastic knees or metal knees by the time I was I was 40, which which you know, a doctor at the time told me I was heading for. So I decided to take a break and, and just thought, just walk away from the game, enjoy the rest of your life and not worry about plastic knees just yet. Although they may end that, they still may end up that way. Oh, mate. Well, I'm dreading it too. I've been told I may need a hip replacement. So my, my physio, <laughs> you're like this, Lee. I've, I've been putting the tights on. I've been doing a bit of Pilates. In fact, I did some tonight before I came here. And my, my daughter, my daughter, 14-year-old daughter walked in the garage and said, Dad, what on earth are you wearing? <laughs> Oh, I haven't got I haven't got the Pilates yet. I'm not, I'm not sure if I'll get in. What about Pilates the tights? Room, but... What about the tights? No, I, no, I try <laughs> I tried the tights when I was playing, and trust me, that that wasn't very good. That, that no. didn't look too good either. No, it doesn't really look, do me many favours either. Uh, on a serious note, mate, so let's talk pathways with Penrith, and you know they are they are a leading, a shining example of, of how it it can be done. I, I much of the club's recent success, I think it's fair to say, has been many years in the pipeline in terms of junior development. Um, and your Pathways program, I mean, the likes of Jerome Luai, Brian Toto, Stephen Crichton, Nathan Cleary, Mitch Kenny and others were all identified, weren't they, in their early teens. And as I said, I read an article uh, written by Scott Bailey, and he spoke of um, this huge whiteboard picturing about 300 magnets representing kids who came into the system at the age of about 13. A group of uh, 80 is then whittled down to about 50, and then the following year they're whittled down again to about 40, and by the time they're under 15s and so on, they're, they're right in the system. So Matt Cameron is still, I believe, the head of football. Um, tell me more about it, mate. How does it all work? Well, it's pretty much it's like that. I know you said there's a bit of a scientific approach to it, but, but we're, we've got the right people. The club has got the right people in the right places. We've got Jim Jones, Sam Jones, Ian Robinson, Ben Harden, myself. And there's Nathan Manlett. And we, there's about five or six, seven of us that work pretty much full-time in the pathway system. And that's, what, that, that's our job. Our job is to identify those players. Sam Jones and Jim Jones identify them from, a, from an under-13 to 14-age group. They come through. Then physically, we take over them from about 15 to 16. Benny Harden coaches them in the flag process, and the whole idea is just 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 to develop the person, and and just by by working through the system and, and training the way we do and coaching them up, we're able to to just narrow that pyramid just the way we need it to be at this point in time, and and just whittle it down from eighty to fifty to thirty, and by the time we get to our Howard Matthews and SG ball squads, we tend to not even run trolls anymore. Wow. Sam Jones. And Jim Jones know who our best 25, 30 kids are in those age groups. And it, and it just makes our job so much simpler to get the process right. It must be immensely rewarding for all those, yourself included, in that Pathways program to then go and see these young locals uh, who have come through the system now playing uh, on the game's biggest stage, like this Sunday. Yeah, it does. I think we've got something written up in our juniors gym there at the stadium where there's 29 players, I think, in our in our current full-time squad there of the NRL, and 23 of them spent time in our junior rep system. So that gives you an idea of, of where we were. When I first came back to Penrith in 2010, I think you probably could have named four or five that had actually spent time in our junior system and, and have come through. So since that time, we've even had players. Like, you can go right back to... 
to your Matt Moylan's, your, your to, even your Tom Eisenhuth's, and those guys actually all spent time in our junior system. So it, while we see the product we do this weekend of all those players, there are so many players that have come before them that, that have been pushed through that system, and we're all starting, we're all the beginning of that system, really, uh, that has been fine-tuned by Matt Cameron and, and Ben Harden and Jimmy Jones over the last two or three years. You say you say you try and narrow the pyramid. It is a numbers game, but um, astute recruitment. But um, by the time you've had them for a few years, you're not just after the fastest kids and the most skillful kids, but very much their their personality and and character is also um, taken into account. Oh, 100 percent. One one of our ultimate goals here at, or at the Panthers is is that we won't coach effort. We just don't. We can't spend time coaching effort, and that's that's the big telltale sign for a lot of players. Is if they're prepared to put the effort in, then we're prepared to put the time and the and invest that time into them to get them better. But if the player can't give us the effort, then it then it sort of makes the decision for us. So a lot of times we're just we're just after that player to give us the effort, and once they give us the effort, we can fine tune them any other way. And then basically it comes down to performance on the field and the recruitment of the way we do things with Jimmy Jones and Benny Hart. I'm talking to former Penrith player Lee Hopkins, who these days is doing a really important role in the Pathways program on the uh, the strength and development side. I imagine, Lee, a lot of these uh, bricks or building blocks would have been laid under under Gus Gould, correct? Yeah, Gus, Gus, had a, Gus played a big role in setting up the processes at the academy, but... But there's been a lot of work going on from a lot of people over a long period of time to get the system to where it is as well. Um, you know, Gus was was there for for his time and set up the academy and got us going. But, but there's been so much work. We're all just cogs in one big wheel uh, spinning around. You know, we we all do our job. I've got the strength and conditioning side. I know where the players are physically. So if Ivan needs to ask me where someone is, yeah. I can give him the updates on where that player is at. If someone needs to know about skill, they can ask Ben Harden. If we're talking about players off the field, Sam Jones, Jim Jones know exactly where they are. So we're all just that one big, we're all just one little cog spinning in a massive wheel for Panthers trying to develop the next crop of junior kids to play first grade. Mm, sounds good, doesn't it? It must be great for local clubs too in the district, Lee, when uh, you know, registration time comes around. I know I'm an under-13s coach myself over on the Northern Beaches, and, and, and we're struggling to get the numbers, certainly to field two teams, and it's it's always a numbers game trying to get the kids in. Um, and, and my kids, they identify, uh, luckily, with the likes of the Trebojevic brothers who all came through our junior club, Monavale Raiders, and then into the Manly system. But when your local kids see all these other local juniors now playing grand finals and playing origin, it must make it a lot easier for, for the local clubs. It sure does. And we've got a, we've spent a lot of time over the last three or four years working really closely with the head of our junior league. Uh, Nathan Manletton has been, been heading up our junior league for, for the last two seasons now, or three seasons. And, and we work, any decision we make, he's involved with and any decision they make on the junior league level, we're involved with. That way, there's a constant connection between the two. So it makes the clubs... There's a bit of ownership on the on the local clubs over the development of the players coming through to the NRL system. So, so in that sort of sense, the whole system is streamlined into producing those NRL players. I, I see tonight Tommy Draboyevich talking of him. So he's from my local club and my, my young kids all look up to Jake and Tom and, and Ben as well. And uh, tonight he's taken out the Dally M award. So it's, um, 
you know, it's a big, big carrot for young kids to see their, their heroes coming through the local system. And um, it just shows that, you now through hard work, anything anything can happen. Who can we look out for, mate, coming through? Who are some of the players, sort of from your perspective, from the performance side that have made sort of, you know, good physical progress for you in, in the last 12 months who, who might be coming onto the scene in the NRL for Penrith? Well, I think you've, you've seen quite a few of the young blokes there now. Yeah. Uh, we've got a, there's a couple of guys in the, in the flag squad that are probably, probably a good 12 or 18 months away. We've got a young front, young front row, Liam Henry, that's quite good. But, but the one I'm excited about, and I think a, a number of guys are excited about, is Isaac Tago. He, he's played a number of NRL games this year already. You know, if you go back 18 months ago, I sent messages to our coaching staff and said, this guy's the strongest 18-year-old I've ever seen in my life. Wow. He, he was unbelievable in the gym. He was, you know, and I said, I've never seen anything like this. And not 12 months later, I got a message back from some of the coaching staff saying, this kid's the strongest 19-year-old I've ever seen. I said, wow. well, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. So... So I think Isaac Tago's probably the one to look out for. The other one's Jermaine Hopgood. He's played a fair. He's a tough Queensland kid. He's going to be. He's going to be very, very good for us in the future. So, so the, the, yeah, there's a number of kids coming through, but those three are probably the three that that I'm sort of most excited about at this point in time. Well, the other one, obviously, I think too is is who's a bit of a smoke here where he's going to go is uh, a club, son of a club legend, Mav Guy. Maverick Guy is going to be. Yes, he could have some. Uh, he could have some uh, some good upside with him over the next 18 months. Well, it's a good bloodline. Mate, Lee, thanks for joining us, mate, on higher ground. I imagine there's a real good feeling about uh, around the club. And, and I suppose having gone to the grand final last year, they may well have learned a few lessons on, you know, not, not trying to burn up too much fuel and energy in, in the, in the build-up. Yeah, I think so, mate. In the last 18 months, I haven't seen a professional organisation act the way they have um, on and off the field. That they have, they are, and they've got they've got their knockers, and I've seen some of the knocks and things like that. But that group of gentlemen up there and the group of staff up there at the moment are nothing short of phenomenal in the way they act and the way they perform and the way they look after themselves on and off the field. So they've done everything right, uh, and come Sunday they've got 80 minutes to to try and show everyone that they they've got it all in their in their hands and ready to go. All right, mate. Well, thanks for joining us again, Lee. Enjoy um, the build-up to grand final, and uh, who knows, the, the premiership might again be heading back to the foot of the mountains. Take care, buddy. Yeah, good to speak to you, mate. Thanks for having me on.